The following is a presentation of the Bellip Sports Media Network. You are listening to the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer with a sports talk and a whole lot more. We are part of the Belly Up Sports Network. Listen in as Brent and Dave invite you to belly up to the bar with them to talk about everything in the world of sports, just like you would do at your favorite watering hole. It's sports, beer, and shenanigans, so belly up to the bar with us, grab a beverage, and let's get into it. The 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, for beer sports talk, and a whole lot more. Episode number 365 on this 15th day of January 2024. Tonight's show, as always, is brought to you by SeatGeek.com and the SeatGeek app. Use promo code 1420POD. That's SeatGeek.com today and save yourself 20 bucks on your first purchase over there at SeatGeek. Remember, we are pro- uh, part of the Belly Up Media Network. Go to BellyUpSports.com for all the great articles and other uh, podcasts such as the uh, Sports Soul Podcast and Rising to the Occasion. Uh, make sure you go, guys, go to BellyUpSports.com. Check all that up. Thank you to everybody who watches and listens to our show. Uh, got a lot, of, uh, a lot of hits over on YouTube over the weekend, so we uh, appreciate all that support we get up on YouTube to see our smiling faces and uh, BS and like we always do uh, Mondays and, and Thursday nights here at fourteen twenty World Headquarters, Dave, uh, the storm that uh, conquered uh, this part of the world got over to Buffalo on the, over the weekend. They had to postpone that game to play today. We'll get into the game itself uh, that got uh, postponed from yesterday today because of the weather conditions. My uh, my only problem with the, how they postponed it, it was on Saturday. I think they called it good. They say, "Yeah, we shouldn't do this." Was it a fucking surprise that there was going to be a uh, bad weather to, to to wait that long to postpone that game? Because all all signs were going. You know what? It's going to be bad, and uh, it's going to be bad. From all from all the times I've seen uh, when these, I believe they're called lake fronts, move into Buffalo, it could be only like a honestly a, a kilometer difference from five feet of snow to five inches of snow, and and so maybe that's why they held off, and and obviously a lot of people are going to be traveling, flights, and what have you, and then also too, it's. Um, it's not so much like it's snow and it's cold, so we can play the game. We'll get the snow removal. But the, the postponing of the game is more actually for fans trying to get to and from the game. Fans safety, want, 100%. No, it is. Yeah, they don't want morons. Like, you know, now their their 20-minute drive now just turned to two and a half hours, and they got a fucking 36-pack of, of, of nat- <laughs> and fireballs as they're waiting in line to get into the unshoveled parking lot. So uh, uh, I, I, I can understand that because, you know, the, uh, that's the other thing I was going to, I wanted to bring up. Like if, if you, uh, they, I saw Bill's fans were offered 20 bucks an hour to go and uh, shovel the stands for 20 bucks an hour, 20 bucks an hour. And there was a, a good portion of people who went and did it. Probably the Bill's fans are just what, what want to get the game going or make sure it would happen. I don't know if I'm doing that. Like I like we talked about it on a uh, last show on Thursday. Not at like, this age. No like shov- shoveling the sidewalks enough for me. And it's like heavy, wet snow out there in Buffalo, on and on and on. It's gotta like these got these corporate like these NFL teams are corporations, man. And they're giving guys 20 bucks an hour. No way, man. You're giving me tickets because if we don't do it, you're not getting people in the stands, right? And on and on it goes. I'm getting season tickets. I'm getting this. Like if, like I, I'm sweetening that pot. If I'm, uh, 
I mean, people people did it, so it got done. But man, I wouldn't do it for anything less than a uh, four tickets, beers, on and on it goes. Like not season tickets, but four tickets to a game to that playoff game. Like I'm yeah, having they- a. Pr- I'm having a pretty hefty bargaining ploy. If you want me to, if you want me to shuffle, shovel snow at Raymond James, no, what I can't remember what it's called. Highmark uh, Stadium. Highmark Stadium. If you want me to shovel snow at Highmark, I'm getting tickets to that playoff game. I'm getting, I'm getting a punch pass for twenty beers, and on and on and on it goes. Like there's no way I'm doing it for twenty bucks an hour. Not a chance. Well, I saw the Twitter machine this afternoon, uh, before about an hour before game time, where they said, "Fuck it, like we're not going to get it done." And then um, it was, uh, I, I don't know the source, so, but it said right on there, it's like, you know, a bunch of seats is now just rush seating. You get there, you stay there because, um, and then they showed uh, some Pittsburgh fans, like they were in the stadium, in the seats, but walking through uh, cock deep snow, just trudging to find a place to sit and they were going to be sitting on snow. Like it was like, they couldn't, there was just too much snow to remove. That's one of those. Yeah. That's one of those games that uh, Brent stays home. I'm not going to that. Not a fucking chance. No, there there would. Yeah. It would be like, you know, (laughs) it'd be a special set of circumstances where I go to that game. Cause I, like I, we mentioned, I know how to dress for the code and I can have fun. And, and, but, uh, it's not so much sitting there during the game. It's getting my ass to the game and getting back. So like, you're, you're literally talking a a 10 hour commitment here to try and figure it out, how you're going to get to wherever you're going and what road is plowed and all that kind of thing. I'm a little, yeah. And then it's also a school night too. So. Yeah. Things I got TVs down here in the tavern. I'm good. There's no way, there's no way I'm going to that game. Not a yeah. Like if I was the biggest Buffalo Bills fan, no, I'm not going. Not even if I had a suite. Like you said, the, the traveling to and from the game. There's a, there's just yeah. I'm good. I'm good. Like I don't like going out now. Like I think we talked about it off air a little bit here. But I was I was leaving work today, uh, leaving the old uh, the baseball field there and uh, driving down Sixth uh, Sixth Avenue, and there was a guy. It was. It was minus 15 degrees still, which is still really, really cold, right? But it's uh, it's a big difference from minus minus 40, which it was on Saturday night. And the guy had his window down, and he was playing some songs. I, I couldn't hear what it was because my windows were up. Obviously, probably CCR. Uh, he no he date no he wasn't uh, he wasn't an older fella. Like, oh, he was, okay. Like, he he was younger than us. Like it, it, he'd be closer to uh, playing maybe I don't even know Pitbull. Like, Maybe some pitbull. Yeah, it was. He's, he's more of a pitbull guy than a CCR guy. And he, because it was a twenty-five degree temperature difference, and it was still minus fifteen. And this guy had his, his window down, banging on the top of his roof, and he was like having a little concert in his car, like oomph, oomph, oomphing it. I, I was like, holy fuck, man! It's, it's still minus fifteen, but it was a twenty-five degree temperature difference. It's it's crazy. It is crazy. And then when like the temperature gauge, right, there's there's certain places where like it just becomes a new level of cold and minus uh, 35. It's a whole other level. Well, yeah, like uh, minus 15 to minus 21, 22. But when like when it hits minus 25, that's a new level of cold. And then once it hits minus 35, that's another level of cold. And then now we're talking uh, uh, Luke Skywalker on his Tauntaun going through the planet Hoth. 
Like, Rude. fuck, you just want to... I will, sometimes I want to cut my dog's belly up just to put my fucking hands in there on a walk. <laughs> Jesus. Saturday Saturday was awful. Anyways, Dave, the uh, the NFL wildcard, super wildcard weekend is uh, still going on as we sit here sit, sit here talking. The uh, Buccaneers are up to 16-9 to on the Eagles. Um, I think the Eagles are going to end up losing this game because that's what their, 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 their season's kind of rolled out. But the... Um, I don't know if the biggest surprise of the weekend is the right way to say it, but the biggest, uh, or I can't even say an upset because I think you called it and, and it, everybody, and I actually, one of the guys over at Brown's at the local watering hole, he asked me what the what the uh, upset of the weekend was going to be. And I said, uh, if anybody's going to puke all over themselves, it's going to be the Dallas Cowboys. And lo and behold, Jerry World was upset, and I don't think anyone's surprised that the, the, the 12 win, once again, 12 win Dallas Cowboys, are booking their trips home and that's it. Another season gone for shit without a playoff win. It's unbelievable that this happens year or, or is it completely believable that this happens year after years with the, uh, the one stars? I think it's 100% believable. Um, because like you said, I, I didn't, I didn't call it, but I, I thought there was a good chance it might happen. Um, Green Bay was on fire and, and hungry, and Jordan Love's been playing great. And Dallas just likes people talking about Dallas, and and I think that's the entire team, uh, if sp- specifically their owner. And and for a couple of weeks there, I'm glad for you, you got off that bandwagon because you were waving that flag. I was waving, I was waving the one star flag for a couple of weeks there, and then about a week and a half after the, after I. Uh, I, I, I proclaimed them to be the uh, next Super Bowl champions. They got the 14-20 kiss of death, and that was it for those fuckers. <laughs> it's one of those things yeah, that, that we tend to do. And Grown listeners out there, if you ever want a team to to to, uh, to lose, just tell us, and we'll, we'll we'll make it happen. Well, even uh, one of my good friends who I, who I curl with, he's a Green Bay fan. I texted him before the game, good luck. I think you guys got a chance. And he goes, ah, I'm, I'm not holding my breath. And I and then we just had a back and forth. And then I didn't text him at all the entire game. And then when the final horn sounded, That's I a veteran move. I like that. Yeah. I go, I, I didn't want to jinx it for you, buddy. <laughs> and he goes, I appreciate that. Wasn't answering the phone anyways. And so, yeah, it was, it, it, it and it's just, it just gives me such joy to see those fucks uh, lose in the playoffs, especially at home, especially with expectations so high. You know, just get over your fucking selves. Like you're not that good. Everybody wants to tell you how good they are. You are, and and I and I said this, but it always falls on deaf ears. I, I think the NFC East is really quite overrated, um, and and Dallas is proving that. Well, proved that yesterday, and and Philly is proving that now. You got to play quality teams outside your division, and all of a sudden, life ain't so easy anymore. I was laughing as I was watching that game. Like I'm not a, a by any means a, a Dallas Cowboys fan, by any means a, a Green Bay Packer fan, but I was laughing at that game. And and it always comes back to uh, our good friend who's uh, always fucking clickbait, Aaron Rodgers. What's he thinking right now? Okay, like when's the last time he 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 did anything of any substance? One one playoff game, and you're, you're paying this Jordan Love character whatever they're paying him. And uh, he's on his rookie deal, so not much. So there you go. So like maybe the, the Packers are are onto something here. Like, well, we'll let you fuck off, and we'll keep this guy. And then like, all of a sudden, we won a playoff game with the youngest team, the, the youngest team in NFL history to win a, a, a playoff game. I mean, that's all hyperbole, and who cares? But it it must mean something when you got this kid who's been playing really well, and then you got fucking shithead. 
yes, he got injured and everything else, but uh, uh, it, it's it's a good look on the Packers right now. A really good look on the Packers right now. Oh, yeah, they're winning all over the place, and they would have got draft picks. I don't know what that trade uh, actually encompassed that the, they sent Rodgers over to the Jets. But, you know, they're looking really good, and whoever scouts their talent, you know, it's it kind of makes you wonder, like, why couldn't they have a defense this good when Rodgers were there? But then also Rodgers shits the bed. Like, he, he, he lost in the playoffs and not playing well. Two three years before they uh, before he wanted out of town, puts together MVP seasons in the regular season, and 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 pukes all over himself come playoff time, which is exactly what Dak Roger uh, Dak talk Rogers um, Dak Prescott did right. He 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 throws it like he's fucking um, chopping a tree. I've never really liked his style. I always thought he was overrated. And he really showed his what I think to be his, are his true colors last uh, last night, and you know everybody can throw an interception, but you know you throw that interception, and then um, Green Bay punches it in, and then the very next possession you throw a pick six, that's crushing, that is crushing to go down three scores that early in a game, it and and the crowd is silent and it's like uh, everybody is like ah. Oh, Fuck. Yeah, when you, have, when you have eighty thousand people say, "Here we go again," that negative energy is coming to the sidelines. And yeah, when someone tells you who they are, I believe and it's one of your lines you use a lot here in the fourteen twenty podcast. It's one of those things, and and that's the thing that there's that there there's never going to be until and, and I'm not wishing death on anybody, obviously, because that that would be obvious uh, rude of me, obviously. But when you have a, an owner who people know and who's part of the media and everything not part of the media but he's in people's eyes all the time and part he of the wants whole, to be part of the story he wants he's part of the, the he's more part of the uh the, the cowboys vernacular than most of the players are and when you have a guy like that you you ne- you're never going to change what's going on because over the last 20 years wherever it's been since the like tony romo was a long time ago and that that playoff loss when they they fumbled that uh that extra point and on and on or a field goal was that back in 2005 i think it was it's still so you have a whole new cast of characters playing the game but there's one constant and you have a whole bunch of new coaches rolling through there's one constant for all their failures and that is the owner jerry jones and if I didn't have really? such disdain for him, like, you know, when they were cutting to him in the box, that was awesome. That was awesome. I was just happy he, he wasn't my granddad because the, the, just his disgust, his disbelief, his – like, how does that work if you're Jerry Jones? Because obviously you got some pretty big dick swingers in the boot, in the box there with you. Yeah. And and he it's not like it's – in. Well, it is invite only, but you, you you want to go there to celebrate with Jerry because, you know, he's going to be buying strippers and Coke for everybody after that game. And then, uh, Jesus, stripper and Coke is off. Like, so do you just, like, do the Irish goodbye and, and, and walk out and, and call the car? Like, you know, just, Sally, call the car. Like, we're, we're leaving in the third quarter. Well, and, and that, like, if, if, if you're if – you're... Jake Winters, I that's my my uh, go to name with with uh, people with, that are kind of semi famous. Whatever, if, if you're Jake Winters and you're expecting a big celebration and uh, things are you know I oh I go to the the owner's box and everything else and like it's like oh fuck this this party's not going to be very fun. Uh, 
This get that bottle. Gonna, get that bottle of whiskey in the backpack, this, and we're heading. This he- is kind of going to suck. Let's. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh fuck. And what is the appropriate exit? Like, do you leave like a fan would at fucking the end of the third quarter, or the game? Is oh over no! Yeah, time. you just there's an elevator right there for you. Like, you just you, get hey, like, hey Jesus. Like, what's the proper parking? way to do it? Do, do you tell Jerry? Say, you know, Jerry, I'm going to beat the traffic. No, because you, you don't want to be rude. Right? No, no, guys, I'm all about rude. I'm getting the fuck out of there. Like, well, Dave, like, yeah, of course, like me and you, but like, if you're, if somebody extends you an olive branch to, to be in the owner's box at a, at an NFL football game, that's a pretty fucking good at olive branch to get. Like, at what point? At what point do you say this is getting awkward? I gotta get out of here. Like, it's you know what I mean. Like, it's. It's like, oh, this is bad. This is bad. Well, what you do this, then is like, like I don't know. The, you know what I mean? Like, what do you do? After the first quarter, that's when you order your steak, right? You know, and so it's it's there by halftime, and then you can finish it off, and then you got a nice full belly, uh, have a whiskey, and then at halftime, you know, Jared, there it's this game ain't over, and you know, we still got a lot of time, and then like midway third quarter, it's just like, yeah, I'm gonna go take a piss and Ghost. Oh, you unless do, you're an you employee, do. yeah, I ghosted. Oh, do you ghost it like that? Well, oh, for sure. If I'm just a hanger on, like if I if there's no chance of me, like if I was a fan that won this experience kind of thing, I. What if you're it. what if you're a quasi friend though? Oh, uh, then you got to stand stand there and, and suck it. Um, you, you just you just do because he's your buddy and 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 he goes, I just want to be left alone, <laughs> gone. Just just wait for that. The second I leave. The, the, the second he says, I don't want to talk about it. Okay, good. All right. I'm out. Love you, Jerry. Like, I love you, I buddy. Think, like if, if you're if you won the fan experience, obviously you can just fucking leave. You'll never see that guy again. But if you're a friend, that's a tough fucking exit, man. That that's a but or you do the opposite and just get completely fucking gunned and get so hammered that you have to leave. That might be something too, right? You know, let's let's drink this one away. But you know, he can't get Jerry can't get fucking sauce because he has to get in front of the mic. Get so he get so hammered that Jerry or his minions ask you to leave because they're always panning up the CBS or what was was panning up the booth like every fucking twenty seconds. They get get so get so belligerently drunk that CBS goes, "Can you get rid of that guy in the gray shirt and the gray hat?" Because he's a fucking mess. <laughs> but on the same note, you still want your invite because those eight home games are, are a treat as well. Oh, right? she's so a, you don't want to fuck that up for next year. Yeah, it's yeah. Sl- yeah, don't get hammered. But you can't. Ghosting's a... You know what? That's one of those situations as you get older. Like, as you get older, when if you ghost somebody or you just, or you just disappear, I don't think the host would get upset with you. You know, like to be like, oh, okay, I'm gonna go. Like, yeah. Let's just say if if you came over to, to to 1420 World Headquarters here, and me and Deanne gotten a little bit of a, a a tiff, a little tiff. We like we never fight. We we disagree, but we don't fight. Let's say that me and her gotten a, in a tiff. If you were to just walk out the front door and leave, I would understand. I would be. I get it. If you didn't say it's, fuck all, I would get it. Is that the same kind of situation? Yeah, I think so. When it's getting a, when it's getting uncomfortable, 
and the situation is beyond my control. There's nothing I can say or do that's going to change anything that's going on. Yeah, because telling a person to calm down always works really well. Yeah. Well, you know, there's always next year. Like, fuck, I'm and Jerry Jones. I'm 80 fucking five years old. Like, yeah. Christ, I don't know how old he is, but he looks every every minute of it now because that, uh, that that team's going to drive him to an early grave. He but, aged a lot yesterday, but oh yes. god, he was. They showed him more than Taylor Swift. That was crazy. The uh, no, I, I you don't know what the, that you're going going to do with that that football team and like how it's such a disaster year in year out and. Then, yeah, it's easy to point a finger, it, and and I like. There's a lot of coach coaches that came up and availability and Belichick and fucking people are talking. Saban, Saban's retired. He's not going there. You would have to be. Yes, you, you want a coaching national league. It's the pinnacle, obviously, to to to, to pinnacle. But I don't think the being the they haven't fired McCarthy yet. I think it's inevitable that they will. But but twelve wins is twelve wins. I mean, it's not that bad. But you still got to show shit in the playoffs. You'd have to be desperate or not have a great um, resume, I guess, to take that uh, Dallas job because you're under the watchful eye of uh, Jerry and and his minions are there, Jerry World. I think you'd have to be a complete moron to take that fucking job. Uh, yeah, it would be a tough job to have, but you know, it, 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 if you ever get it delivered, then you're going to walk on water for a long time. And you know, just to touch upon that, I I, I put 95 percent of the blame on Mike McCarthy. He's not a great coach. You know, that team he won with in Green Bay that was once again, thank you, Aaron Rodgers, for being really fucking wicked at the quarterback position, but. But winning in the playoffs isn't about running that same bag of tricks out every time. You got the other team has had they studied you. They said they know all your quirks. They know everything. And and in that first half, that's exactly what it looked like. Dallas had no a- answer on the offensive or defensive side. Green Bay was a better coach team that knew all the Dallas tendencies on offense and defense, and they fucking rode them like a wet pony. It was, it was, I was embarrassed for Dallas how bad they were playing. It was I couldn't like Green believe it. Yeah. Ha- Green, it was like Green Bay had a copy of their fucking playbook. And that's on the coach, man. You got to switch shit up. And I don't think McCarthy's has switched his shit up. I really don't. Because, well, he hasn't, he hasn't shown me that he, he can do it because he can't win in the playoffs, right? They won one game last year against a lower seed. And then they, they came up to San Fran, and San Fran said, thank you for the lunch money. Now go home. Only team in uh, – I can't remember what I heard it on Adam Shine this morning on Sirius there. And uh, only t- a 12-win team three years in a row, three or four years in a row, to not get to a conference championship game. Right? Yeah. Like it's – it's That's on the coach. Well, it's – it, on the coach. It's on the coach, but more so I think it's on ownership. Right? And, and, it's, and you know what? It's also the same quarterback. You know, right. It's, so it's yeah. yeah there, there's a, there's a few constants there, really. When yeah. it comes Down to it, and and, and the, the one constant's not changing, right? And 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 that and that and that. Oh, safety! Wanted. Sorry. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm. Uh, you're. I'm about three seconds ahead of you. I think. Three oh, okay. Seconds. Yeah. No, it's. Uh, y- y- you wonder, like cowboy fan, he must be he or she must be they. I guess they they must be a little beside themselves because eventually you gotta, you, you gotta kind of like go, fuck me enough. Like I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm good. 
It's been it's like, like being a high Emmett, like Emmett Smith and Michael Irvin and Troy Aikman. That's a long fucking time ago. Like that's that's even fucking a longer time ago than Jeter, Mariano, and and Pettit. Right. Well, it put it it put it in perspective a little bit when we had Aaron on in Thursday. Like the the last time Dallas won uh won the Super Bowl, that was the year he was born. Like, and obviously that makes me feel old, but that was that's what twenty eight years ago. Twenty eight years. That's Crazy. a long time ago. And to be a to be quote unquote America's team, well, fuck, they better do some bolting somewhere else because that's not fucking very good. That's and it's the kind of like obviously that always will be, but it's uh, I love yeah. it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Do you love them just because of, of the hype that they get from the media? Because I, I don't yeah. know. I don't know a ton of cowboy fans. I know enough, but they're they're pretty quiet. The last, yeah, but they're five, everywhere. Five. Like you, they, they're in the woodwork. Don't don't get me wrong. Like they're there's nobody they're the age of twenty and under who's a Cowboys fan. Nobody outside of yeah, that. yeah, that's that's for sure. Not not in our neck of the woods, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's a fucking Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, but but yeah, my age and older. Like yeah, there's there's cowboy fans laying around. Um, but yeah, they but they're not the boisterous kind. Really but, good uh, game. Yeah. Really good game last night with the Detroit Lions getting their first playoff win <laughs> in 32 years. 32 years. Uh, I really, really, really enjoyed that. Like it was a great football game, but seeing the fans, uh, you know, the, the emotions of fans was actually pretty cool. Uh, friend of the show that I've been on his show. He's been on ours. Uh, Luke Gamlin, belly up sports guy, Captain Luke Strapaganza. Uh, he was at the game last night and he said it was unbelievable that we were meshing back and forth a little bit. And he said it was unbelievable, the atmosphere, all of it. He said it was just, it was it was so great. And I think that is one thing, like, forever, like, no matter what happens from from here on in, that's, like, for some fans, and this is, it, it, that means it's kind of a sad state of the organization if you come down to it. But for some fans, a certain age bracket, age group, demographic, whatever you want to call it, that's that was their Super Bowl. And it says something about the organization, obviously. But Jared Goff, if he wins one more playoff game somehow, that guy's fucking going to the Detroit Lions Hall of Fame. <laughs> really? Well, yeah, you're you're right. It's like as, like shitty, said, as shitty as that sounds, I'm I'm probably not wrong. It's not like there's a velvet rope outside the that that shrine either. But not you, you are right. If he went to, even though I don't think he played overly well, he played good. Um, in the second half, he wasn't very effective. Um, I thought I didn't care, and I thought I was uh, rooting for the Rams on that one. But as that I game, wasn't. yeah, as that game went on, I was, I was, I thought the Rams were going to win it. They, they, they did have the chance, and kudos to the Detroit defense because they, they really bucked up and held the Rams to field goals where they should have been scoring touchdowns. So I, I got to totally tip my hat to, to what Detroit did on, on defense because I thought that was their weak spot. Um, they, they, they nutted up and, and stopped them when they had to. So it, it was a huge team effort. I, I, I switched allegiances, uh, allegiances because, like I said, I, I didn't care. I didn't think I care. I thought I wanted L.A. to win. But it, but in the second half, it was like, come on, Detroit, just fucking finish this game. Don't fuck yeah, it hold up. Hold on, hold on. You know what I mean? Wilson yeah, Phillips, that shit. And they did. Yeah. yeah. 
No, and so I, uh, it was good. And then I I saw on the Twitter machine that I don't know if you saw it, the Dan Campbell um, locker room speech afterwards. It was touching. I, not, I, 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 oh, I, yeah. I, I didn't uh, I didn't turn the uh, the sound on. But yeah, no, I. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, give it a watch and listen to what he has to say. It was great. He had uh game ball and he gave one game ball to uh, one of the coaches. I don't know if that's the offensive or defensive coordinator. We, him and I got here in day one and we did some hard stuff and. And then they had a hug and, and what have you. And then he gave his second uh, game ball. And he goes, the second game ball, Goff, you're good enough for Detroit. And he threw him the ball. And it was good. And then the team loved it. And it was, it, it was, it tugged at the heart a bit. And, then, you know, that was the, it was sport. I get it. These are professional athletes making millions and millions of dollars. But no, that that's, that's a good point. That's a good point. Because you know what? We, we take it for granted. But at the end of the day, these guys, the moment, sometimes not all the time but a lot of like there there's times where like it's these guys are are playing and and they're 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 playing a game they love and they're they're playing a game that they're they're invested in emotionally not not financially they they want they go out there and they try hard and when the fans get behind them and everything else they and they kind of remember where they came from and that that was one of those moments yesterday with the fans were behind it golf was getting the crowd going at with the, the two kneel downs to, to end the game, everything else. Like there, there's times and, and I've always like when people don't watch sports, I get it to an extent, but then when, when, when they, uh, they say, wow, well, just a bunch of guys running around. No, there's, there's a lot of emotion. And when it comes to a, uh, whatever sport you're playing, especially it comes into the playoff time. Right. And when, there's guys who break down and cry because it's a, it's a moment that, that, that happens. And then you, you share a moment with like, you, you, you might not share a moment personally with a fan or with uh, like a person, like, like face to face, but there, well, 32 there's years. There's not a 30. I don't know if there's a 32 year old player on that team. There probably and is. Yeah. Right. And, and so you have that emotional tie that these, that, that somebody's going to be telling that story. They were at that game. Like Lou was last night. They're at that game where and there's an emotional tie that that player player X will have with 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 fan fan Q no matter what forever and that's one of the great things about sports it gets lost and it gets lost a lot with all of the um money and all the bullshit the noise. and everything else yeah. all the noise but games like that last night and the emotion that was coming out of that that uh, that stadium last night Ford Field I think it's called still that the, the emotion that comes out of games like that that's the, those are the good things about sports that you you, you go you know that was that's kind of cool because I like I like I I will I will probably for the, for the playoffs no matter how like how long the, the Lions stick around I will probably be a Lions guy from here on in just because it was kind of neat, neat to watch. It was neat to watch, and you know, and it's not like Dan Campbell was handed anything. He's he's single handedly changing the culture there, right? His they were asked like whatever. I don't know what the record was before him, but like the his first year on the team was three and thirteen, and and I like I did a, a bit of a deep dive on that today, and like you know there was uh, I I don't know if it was hard knocks or something, but. Um, they had him at a practice and he says like, we're doing live tackling. Like, I don't like, this is how we get better. This is how we get better. I know it sucks. I know it sucks, but this is what we got to do. Some of you aren't going to be here when we get to the point we want to be. And I'm sorry about that, but this is the only way we get better. And we're going to do this together and we're going to build something together. And this is what he was saying to the team in practice when they were three and 13. Go to last year. They didn't make the playoffs, but they had a a huge emotional win by knocking Green Bay out of the playoffs, their last game of the year. 
right? That's a win for them. And that's something to build on. So I give this Dan uh, Campbell a fucking shit ton of credit because he didn't, it's not like he was head coach. It's not like he's Belichick telling everybody what to do. He's leading from the front being gruff and, and, and boisterous and, and getting in guys' faces. But when you get buy-in and you're making the right decisions as a coach doing that kind of thing, that's it's fucking awesome. And the team loves him. And I could tell that by the post the post-game speech he gave in the locker room last night. You know, I, I've always thought, Dave, like the the, the postseason awards, like the, the not, not postseason, but the, the awards when the season's over, like because they gave him away in the postseason. I've always thought that they should include a few of them for coach of the year and and, and things like that because yeah, you can have a great regular season and shit, shit, shit the bed in the playoffs, and still win, still still get coach of the year, because uh, your your team just doesn't show up or whatever might happen. Like, there, and there's a few other ones like rookie of the year. That you, I, I've always thought there's a few of the and it's it's all the sports that you know what maybe the postseason kind of for those awards kind of matters because if you win yourself a a heart trophy. Uh, as the National Hockey League's uh, MVP and lose out in the first round, who gives a fuck, right? And where's this like this 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 uh, Campbell character from from Detroit? Like right now, just with that speech and the things they've gone through, I don't. And then he won a playoff game, which is huge in the NFL. Like it's only one win, but it's huge, right? Like it's it's really big. Uh, like this guy's got to be the odds on favorite to win win the coach of the year award. And then if, if they win another game, they're like, so I, th- I think how far, not every time because Belichick has, he won Super Bowls because of Brady and everything. So just because you win, but there, there, there's certain milestones I think you could hit in, in, in every sport that like this guy got to the next level because winning in the postseason is, it's fucking tough in any sport. Well, Right. You're right. And then let's go like from that. That's a nice segue, how you like to say it, into that uh, Houston-Cleveland game. That D'Amico Ryan is a first-year coach for Houston. And who was expecting shit from Houston this year? And they laid the fucking boots to the shit stains there <laughs> on, oh. on Saturday. That was ugly on both sides of the ball. Oh, Joey Flacco, back-to-back pick six. And you're going to be yeah. – if he would have won that game, he would have broken a Brett Favre record and a Brady record. And, and I, I told you, I, I said about a week ago – Kiss of death, Brent's kiss of death. Brent's yep. kiss of death. Once again, I said if Joe Flacco wins a playoff game, he's getting a three-year deal and getting $120 bucks. And he didn't. <laughs> you owe him an apology. Fuck, sorry, Joe. Sorry, Joe's wife. I apologize to Joe's wife. Because she had all that spent yeah. over at fucking Yisk and fucking wherever the fucking, yeah. Yeah, sorry, Joe's wife. Uh, I apologize that your your husband's not making $120 million over the next Back-to-back pick sixes is a tough look. And that and vaunted defense, and, and all of a sudden, that was just done. That's not the yeah. game that was over before it started. It was just over. Uh-huh. And, and, and that never CJ found Stroud a is holy fuck. That kid's good. He's really good. But I think look, what that, that's once again that's one of those ones I, I I do agree with you. The coach he uh, he he seems young. Okay, the thing is about about Houston that they're not a very good football team. Like last year, right? But they got a young quarterback and they got a young team who wasn't very good. And that's one you throw in a young coach like that. It can't hurt, right? They're not the crusty old guy. Do it my way. Where he might be a little more pro- um, progressive and everything else. And well, here's like he just seemed like he seemed like a really 
because uh, I know he, he looks like a raw, raw guy because there's a couple um, past uh, attempts that, that just went awry on Stroud. And he's like, oh, it's all right. You know, we tried. It was like it was it was very he was uh, more of a uh, up with people kind of guy than Belichick yeah, yeah, growling yeah. all the time. Right. Like it's it was it was kind of it was fun to watch. Yeah, I, I agree. I didn't watch that whole game, um, <clears throat> but it was it was nice because I was. I won't say cheering. Like I, 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 I hoped and wanted Houston to win, so it was nice to see. And because um, I'll have a hate on for Flacco uh, till the end of time, even though I kind of respect his game for what he did to my Broncos that one year with uh, to get uh, to get Baltimore that super that last Super Bowl win. It was it was a good game and Houston was clearly the better team. It's going to be interesting to see what they can do against. Uh, I believe they're going to be up against Baltimore now. Yeah, for sure they will. So uh, playing in Baltimore in the cold. I don't know how cold it gets over there. It's uh, it's going to be interesting to see. But I, I I really applaud them and that coach for just being awesome and stepping up like throughout the season, no one expected shit from them. And they, they did really well. So, so we're, we're now in 100% agreement right now from a statement I made last week about this time, the Miami dolphins are completely a relevant franchise in, in the national football league. Irrelevant. <laughs> Frauds and fuck that team. Like, you know, all in one. Yeah. The coach is overrated. Tua is overrated. Um, Whatever, just overrated. Like they would have lost. Like you had it when you have a chance to to sew up the division before you get to that last game of the year um, against the Bills at home, and then you still have that last final chance to get that that seed to 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 host a playoff game, and you puke all over your shoes. There, you're definitely not going on the road. Kansas City, which has looked vulnerable this uh, this year and very beatable this year, you're not going to beat a team that knows how to win in the playoffs in their house. Like that's simple. Like they know how to protect the house. I don't care who Mahomes play, throws to. You're not. Should beating. they have postponed that game as well? Because the, the the field was shitty and everything was shitty and it was shitty and shitty. Because, because I, like, I, I know, like the the elements are it's football and, uh, and they fucking flex all the time. They don't wear sleeves when it's fifty fucking below, which is weird to me. But if if you don't, because you don't draft a team by a guy's fucking experience, right? And you don't have because well, Miami's not right, and so they they have a different uh, climate down there. Is it time and like your I think I know your answer here, but is it time that the NFL maybe, maybe, maybe got to fucking like games where like you know what if the weather drops to this and the, the fucking seat because they don't give a fuck who goes to the game because those tickets mean nothing for the for the big picture on finances. But if it gets to a certain point where the snow's falling, the wind's blowing, and blah blah blah. Go to a neutral site and play the game because you didn't get to see the best athleticism from from, from a lot of teams this weekend. You didn't. But you got to see football and competitive football. I, I, well, you know my answer. I said absolutely not. Like unless, unless. So then why, why, so then why did they postpone that game? I don't say it was because of the fans. Because if they, if they, if they played that game in 
Golden State with an empty stadium, with an, it didn't matter. It doesn't matter to the finances. I think I honestly believe it was because you couldn't get to and from the stadium, and like and now we're talking feet of snow, like feet of so you they they couldn't have kept the field clear. Is how much it snows. Like I don't, so, you and I don't understand how much snow. Like it, it, no, it would I do. I do. Like, so, so at what point do you go? Oh, you know that 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 was a little too much, but this one's not. Like well, we, can, I, uh, we, we can piss all over fucking Miami all we all we want. The, it wasn't a level level playing field, really. Well, then win home field. Like I don't have a problem with no. it at all, at all. No, if you can. I think that would be it for the Buffalo thing. Like there was no guarantee they they could get the field into playing shape. Because there's enough money you can always get the field in playing shape. Not not if it's they snowing. Used to, they, they used to play in fucking snow all the time. Not they used to like, but but it's like, also different now that you, you also didn't didn't have thirty million dollar contracts, right? So right, and, and, and like and we're talking like honestly, feet of snow, like a foot of snow every two hours. You can't clear that snow. You have to clear the lines. You have to do that. Like you just simply, it's it's simply. Can't, you can't like you can't, you can't keep it clean. And then what happens afterwards when you got twenty thousand cars after outside? But I just said who they don't give a fuck if there's one fan in that building. Yes, they'd rather but, their TV deals are enough. Their playoff deals are enough. No, like I, I, I understand that. But if like, there's honestly, a fan there, great. If there's not, they, like they, they, they'll be fine. Jerry Jones or whoever the owners are, they'll be fine. They'll. they'll I, be I okay. think they care enough that they don't want fans dying because, like, like how do you you can't plow the parking lot? They would be literally be there for fucking days. Like it's not just you and I out there with our brooms shovel, uh, sweeping off our thing. Now you got forty thousand people shoveling six uh, six to twelve inches of snow off their thing. And you gotta you gotta drive. You gotta get out of there. Like it's just it becomes logistically impossible. And and you do want fans in there. You do want fans. And 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 so that's my reason. That's why I think like like at well, the I end of the it. day, like it'd be a bad TV because no matter how bad it is, there could be a I get it. There there could be a, a, a fucking tsunami coming in, and you're still gonna have ten percent of the fan base showing up because they're diehards. And all of a sudden, now here they're under. Well, I, I, I would, I would water. use a different word than diehard, but whatever. It's one of those things. It's, uh, what would you would you use? You use idiot. Idiots. <laughs> You're an idiot. You're an idiot. This an absolute table. idiot. There was like you some... understand, there's a ten percent chance you might die. Ninety percent chance. I've been to every game since nineteen. Yeah. How do you get my fireball? Yeah, where's my fireball shirt. gun? There was some jack wagon on fucking Saturday at that Chiefs game without a fucking jerk, without a tarp on. Fuck, you're an idiot. You're I an idiot. Well, he, he got his wish. He got on TV. You know, when I saw those uh, Jim Moke. Actually, he got his wish. He's getting talked on the 1420 podcast. That's a bigger thing. <laughs> I wish we could tag him. Let's put him on the Twitter. I'll machine. find something find here. I can, I'll, I can get on that. There's there's no getting around that. I'll find a way. Pump his tires, idiot. get him on here, and just You're shit on idiot. him. Like, you idiot. idiot. Like, that, yeah. That's not true. He's a lot younger than us. I might have taken my shirt off. I never did. Never. I, was in a, I was in a shirt taker offer back in my day. I don't do like, it now. I didn't do it day, back then. 
Back in the day, there was that fucking knucklehead, an old guy that wore the barrel at Denver Bronco games. You know who I'm talking about? Like, come on now. Really? Like, is it that important to you? Like, like for the, for those tickets, and there are always sweet seats. Yeah, but you got to wear this. You got to wear this barrel and no shirt for every game for eight games a year. Eh, really? Is it that fun? Um, there's a good percentage that guy has never touched a boob in his life. Well, I I, I, I don't know. Sixty eight percent that that guy has never touched a boob. That wasn't his own in his life. Every pot has a lid, right? And you know, so maybe out there, there's some uh, no. daughter of a whiskey cast no. constructor with daddy issues, and like eventually, like, <laughs> like, like me and Deanne talk with us all the time about like, because fuck, because I said it like, man, we're, we're stupid. Like we do a lot of stupid shit. Like we're idiots. Like when like right right to our core. Like and, and there's no getting away, away from that. We are stupid. We say stupid things. We do stupid things, and we we never really grow up. And no, but very predictable. And no matter how grown up and everything else and everything, else, when guys, like just simple shit. But at the end of the day, we're still smarter women because we trick them into sleeping with us. That guy, the barrel, he's never touched a boob. He's like the that that percentage, like never, never. What if he comes from a long line of barrel wearers? My pappy wore a barrel. I wear this barrel because my pappy wore this barrel. It saved his life in the Civil War. <laughs> maybe. Well, maybe I don't know. Maybe he. Maybe it's a thing. I, I like. I don't know. I would. I would never he, do it. Uh, what about that San Diego Chargers super fan? Okay, here's the only way. Here's the only way he's ever touched a boob. Is that if his girlfriend, wife whoever he's dating could be another guy. I don't give a fuck, whatever. The only way he's ever touched a boob is if that person is a bigger fan than him and is using him for those seats. <laughs> you know, and, and that's not impossible. People are slimy. People are slimy. Yeah. You know, if that's how he identifies, and then that's how he wants, maybe he just identifies himself as a super fan, and right, like like super fan looking for equal, equally super super fan, and then maybe <laughs> she. I don't know. I don't know. We're going off a bit of a cliff here. I don't even want to go it go down to see where it goes. I I I had more, but I, I think you're right. Yeah, because I had a lot more on that. Because his body's like she's using you for your seats, man. No, she loves me. No. You were a bear. I don't care. Like I don't care. Right. Yeah. yeah, that's that's cool. She's but anyways, yeah. I'm fucking off. Yeah. Whatever. Anyways, cool. Dave, uh, there's a lot. The teams are well. We're, we're the regular season's over. I thought we would end the uh, end it there, but basically, who's your uh, the uh, Eagles are going to lose? We kind of predicted that the Cowboys were going to lose. I said they were going to uh, puke a little themselves. Uh, was there any surprises this weekend, really? Like, really? Green Bay, I guess, but I, uh, yeah. 
the, 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 the Green Bay was believable, but not the ass humping. That that yeah, I that, thought like a five point, like six five five. Yeah, like a, a yeah, like a, uh, one, a one a one score game. And talking to my buddy, that's what it is. It, it's totally up to your D, and if they can keep it close, because you're not winning a shootout. And um, they didn't. They put the game away in the first half, thanks to the defense and those picks. Um, actually, after, after that, I thought Houston-Cleveland would be a closer game, but it doesn't really surprise me. So um, it's – Status quo. Status quo. Um, some blowouts, but like, uh, it was the, the, the underdogs getting those blowouts kind of thing. Um, it'll be interesting to see like next week. I'm just looking forward to the, to the next week of playoffs because actually super wildcard weekend was a lot more entertaining this year than it was last year. Yeah, no, it was a lot. Last year was awful. It was obviously awful. This year's been, been a lot better. And I just, uh, I don't know if we're going to see any upsets next week. Well, I don't know either. We'll 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 talk like, I think, about it. I think she might. I think she might be. We'll talk about it Thursday. But I I think it's uh, she'll be pretty much status quo. I think the favorites are all going to win next week. You going to give my boy Baker his due now or no? Is it just Eagles suck so much and Baker's just still? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he's going to his due. He's going to have to do something fucking <laughs> beating the Eagles. The Calgary Stampeders beat the Eagles right now for fuck's sake. <laughs> like, let's, let's yeah. not, let's not, like, the Eagles are broken. Like, the, like, a, like that's a broken team. Broken. It is. Yeah. It, like, something's wrong. And, like, they, were, you know, they, they were 10 and 0, correct? At one point? 10 and, uh, no, 10 and 1. Because <laughs> they had lost to the Jets, which. I don't know why that happened, but it, it did happen. And um, yeah, the Eagles are—they're not good. That they're broken team, and and to be a Super Bowl, uh, you know, team not that many years ago, and they're they're <laughs> that broken. not like eleven months ago, right? Yeah, right. They're yeah. they're broken, and uh, and you wonder how that happens. Like you yeah, wonder how you go from the pinnacle to to nothing. It in makes me wonder too. Because you know, Tua and uh, Hertz are now up for their contracts to get uh, re-opt and shit like that. Fuck the way those two played on their on their uh, playoff games this year. I don't know. You ain't getting that forty million. You ain't getting fucking Mahomes, Burrow money. Not even close. If you two hundred fifty bring- grand in bleacher seats is what they get from fucking from me. That's all. Yeah, that. you don't even bring up Burrow's fucking name. When we're negotiating your contract, because this fucking sucks. Like, like how is it? Like, so Tua and and um, and Hertz. Uh, you know what? I think Hertz is already getting paid next year. Yeah, he, I'm not 100, yeah. but I don't think Tua is. And like, fucking Tua, yeah, I don't you know. just yeah, you're 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 you played like shit yesterday. You played like shit down the stretch. And maybe it's just Alabama quarterbacks. Maybe this is just a, an homage to the retired Nick Saban saying, like, you know, we can't do it without you, coach. <laughs> I don't know. Because <laughs> they, they're, well, they're reaching they, way back in the stratosphere on that one. Eh? Like, Hurts fucking sucks. It's but, bad. Yeah, it's not my, it's not my teams. And so I'm not going to worry about it. 
It's the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beers, sports talk, and a whole lot more. This segment is brought to you by SeatGeek.com, the SeatGeek app. It's promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com. But then you save yourself 20 bucks uh, on your first order at SeatGeek. Uh, do not buy tickets for places that you have to shovel snow. No. Give stay, Make stay, them stay, give you tickets. Stay home. Make them 20 bucks in. 20 bucks an hour and then just like stay there and a ticket and a hot dog and beer like a flat of beer when it's over when i'm done well just how about just as much as you can drink while you're there well because they don't Give them a them, like a resort <laughs> right like you it's like an all well, at the game at the game wristband, yes. 100 yeah yeah you're gonna all inclusive yeah bing bing bang done not in the boxes and stuff. You can get all the popcorn and hot dogs. And, and we'll have to debate what, what what you would do at Jerry's box. Like when is the I'll blow think up? about it. Fourteen twenty sports more podcast. Four beers, four stock, and a whole lot more. Are you thinking of going to a game or a concert in the coming days ahead, or do you already have tickets and want to upgrade where you're sitting? It's simple. Go to SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. They have tickets for all sports going on right now, as well as concert tickets to shows throughout North America. And to make things even better, use promo code 1420POD, that's 1420POD, and receive 20 bucks off your first purchase. Once again, that's promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. The 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports talk, and a whole lot more. Dave, on Saturday night, the May, Toronto Maple Leafs, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a Leafs guy. I know you're not. Most of the uh, the country's pretty divided on Leafs fans and who's not Leafs fans. But it was a pretty telling tale of, of, uh, of two teams on Saturday night. And the, the coach of the Leafs, Sheldon Keefe, he made that known uh, nationally about what he thought of his team compared to the Colorado, Colorado Avalanche. The Leafs were up... Uh, Three nothing after the first period, and everybody was uh, planning the parade and everything else in Toronto because they were they, they looked really good. And then Colorado said not so fast, and they just they bolt raced the uh, the Leafs after that. It was unbelievable. Post game comments, uh, Sheldon Keith, coach of the Leafs, he uh, basically said that Kale McCarr, Nathan McKinnon, and uh, Taves can't remember his first name off the top of my head for whatever reason. Uh, Sheldon, Sheldon doesn't matter. Um, that uh, they're just playing on another level than we are. They're better players than we are. On and on it goes. Uh, not so much about the Leafs day, but if you want to comment on that. But it's not a good look, I don't think, when the head coach of a professional team says that there's opposing players and and on a, that on teams that are better than us. I. Don't know if that's going to work out well, uh, knowing the climate of today's athlete. <laughs> it is a slippery slope when you're going to go down that road as a coach and then uh, on, a, on a couple of different levels because, you know, A, you knew that going in, right? Like uh, if you're playing against the Oilers and Connor McDavid just goes nuclear and scores three all-world goals on you, like, like what – what the fuck do you do? No one can stop this. He had a knife. But when you're singling out three players on the opposition's uh, opposition, that are you saying these guys are just so much better than us? We don't have a chance. What is what is your message, and who are you delivering it to? You're you're clearly delivering it to your players because there's all there's a always a problem when a coach is going to start airing dirty laundry about his players to the media. 
what are you going to say to the to Mitch Marner, to Austin Matthews, and to Willie Nylander, who just, just signed a big deal, who just signed an eight year deal with you guys? Like, are you are you saying like, oh, fuck, man, I wish I was coaching that team? Is that what you're saying to him? Are you saying? And not and not just that, like to Leafs fan base, like when you go, oh fuck. Our head coach just said that those guys are better. We just signed Nylander for eight more at 11 and a half. And so, we just signed Matthews last year. Whatever it is, whatever it is. Yeah. So, so Leaf fan must be like, what's going on here? Like, is, is that just a coach saying, you know what? I, uh, is that him covering his ass a little bit? Saying, you know what? It ain't my fault. Those players are just better. Fire me I think those players better. I think that's an admission of guilt of saying I'm not a very good coach, because if you knew that and you say that, because you know anybody that comes in and is playing the Oilers or or and has to face McDavid, you have a plan of how you want to contain him. Figure right? It out, yeah, right. You know McCarr's all world. You know McKinnon's all world, and Taze like obviously uh, Keith says he's all world too. So who am I to? To, to quibble with him have a plan have a plan like whether it, it, it's it's being doing a little bit of a obstruction behind the ref's back whether it's de- denying the outlet pass whether it's whatever have a fucking plan you're smarter than me you're the goddamn coach how do we neutralize their skill against our shitty austin matthews mitch marner willie nylander and Tavares, who's making eight and a half million. Tavares got, he's making eleven. He got benched. He got benched in the third period on Friday night or Saturday night. Sorry, and that was kind of like one of those things because a few weeks back uh, they benched. I can't remember the name of the player, but it was a non-consequential guy. And I was like, they benched Jake Winters. Like, all right, you benched Jake Winters. They, they didn't didn't dress him healthy. Scratched him to 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 shake up the team. And in my head, I was like, who cares? Like, if you if you really want to shake a team up and get 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 a team's attention bench or, or healthy scratch one of your stars and i've always thought that like if you fucking bench brent radlinski or dave and robes nobody gives a shit like Ooh, no one is like whatever good good he's not he's not on the ice not in the field whatever we're happy he's not screwing things up yeah get the team's attention and the fans attention that you actually are, are, are showing that you care and maybe listening to stupid podcasts or the radio or reading the paper, whatever it might be, bench a star. Like I've said it before and I'll say it again. We're losing with you. We might as well fucking lose without you. Why not? Like all the time on the team, right? Johnny, benching a star isn't the worst thing you could ever do. You know, but on the other hand, like, are they helping you? Like you say, Tavares, I'm not, you obviously keep, excuse me, keep tracking the Leafs a lot closer than I do. I don't know if, if Tavares is an actual hindrance there, it, but your other stars, like you, you don't bench a star for the sake of benching a star. I got to assume these guys that are leading from the front, like Mitch Marner, did, like, or sorry, Austin Matthews. Didn't he have like 55 goals? Like, No, he's still, Martin Matthews has been great. Uh, he's still, he's still been great scoring a lot. Scoring lots. Tavares, Tavares' problem right now is that the game has sped by him. He's he's still hockey smart. He's very good. Uh, he knows what to do. But 
the game's fast now, man. And he was skating was never really his uh, strong forte. Yeah, right. And 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 that goes across the league with some, with some guys who are getting older. And like he like uh, I don't want to use his name because he hasn't played for all, most season because of his legal dispute. But guys like. Uh, like uh, Milan Lucic, like you wonder how they stay in the fucking league because you're just not fast enough anymore. And because the game is yeah. so fast in comparison, right? In comparison to what it was five years ago, when you got all these kids going a million miles an hour, mock chicken, don't know how to, how to play the game. See that, and that, and that's the, the, the we're on this 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 slope now, where a lot of kids don't know how to play hockey, and they, but they're faster than fuck. Right, right, and and like you and I discussed it just last week. Um, what kind of like so like the margin players, right? Like who are you going to give a chance to? The the kid with a bit of sock, uh, get a bit of hockey sense that can read the play, uh, delivers a nice check, a nice clean check, uh, the occasional hip check, a little bit of toughness, but it's slow. Or do you take the kid that's just fucking fast as balls, mock chicken all over the ice? Mock chicken all over the ice, misses hits, makes mistakes, but he has the speed to for back check, and, and you know he, he keep up the play. You know what he what he lacks in hockey sense, he makes up for in speed and and intensity. You know, so so it becomes a a, a choice of of what you want from your players, I would guess, when you're constructing your teams and. I guess you can't like it, it's always said you can't teach speed. And then hopefully we can teach them how to play the game. Whereas the guy that like, you know, like all these kids, I have done the ex- exact same amount of uh, figure skating and power skating and, and, and blah, blah, and blah, blah. And this kid just isn't as fast as someone else, but he has the hockey sense. He has everything. And as an 18, 19 year old, you don't have that. You don't have the ability with your hockey sense to make up for your lack of speed, but given like four or five years in the minors, maybe you can make that jump now that you have the ability to, to read and understand a pro game. Do you, do you get what I'm saying there? A hundred percent. And that's the one thing that, that, that was blatantly obvious. I don't want to make this a least podcast by any means, but it was, it was quite funny to see that Colorado's recently won a Stanley cup in the last couple of years. And then you looked at what Las Vegas did last year with win them winning the Stanley Cup. And you say, and we've talked about a lot about playing the game, is that it was blatantly obvious on uh, on Saturday night when the uh, Colorado was behind. They uh, they basically set the alarms, and Toronto fucked around and found out. And then uh, and Colorado, because there was a there was a play in the second where where Matthews took a cross check to the ribs, and another one where Marner's took, and there wasn't there was no pushback, like none. Like none at all from anyone on that Leafs roster. Who's that? They got that guy Reeves to. Yeah, he, he's, to... He's, been, he, he's been watching the games from uh, fourteen twenty World Headquarters a lot lately. Oh, okay. So there's yeah, not a lot. I don't. Like... Even, I don't even think he knows where his skates are. One of those <laughs> things, right? And uh, it's it's been quite funny that it's been like that. And the the the, the Leafs fucked around and with with the Colorado Avalanche and found out. And and. Like as much as everybody likes the, the new style hockey, and we talk about it here and there and everything else, the Las Vegas Golden Knights won last year. You know why? Because they were fucking tough. Colorado won two years ago. You know why? Because they were fucking tough. And everyone's tough so and deep. 
and deep and, and tough and deep and not dirty, but tough and deep. And that matters a lot. Like I know mm-hmm. the, the whole world's trying to go to a, the, the more skilled uh, in every, every sport and analytics and on and on it goes. But eventually, you know what? Sometimes the old boys get it right. Sometimes, sometimes they get it right. Cause there was a couple of plays on Saturday night that changed that, that changed the course of the hockey game that you're like, yeah, that's why they're going to win this game. Because all of a sudden you're looking over your shoulder a little bit, going to get the puck, right? You're, you're looking over your shoulder a little bit before you, you do anything. And that's what happened on Saturday. And you see that around hockey a lot, a lot. Especially when um, you get up to an early lead, right? And then you're feeling a little bit of fat and sassy. Yeah. And then one goal gets scored. And then like, ah, oh, fuck, it's just one. We will slap by two. And then all of a sudden now you're catching a, a fucking shoulder in the chest when you quite weren't ready for it. And what the fuck, man? Like, we're winning this game. Why are you playing so hard? Yeah. And then all you of a sudden... You think it's the ice could not fucking yeah. the NHL game. Yeah. Yeah, and then now all of a sudden, they're like, there's no way you can match their intensity for the rest of the game because you're playing... Even though you have a 3-2 lead, now you're playing catch-up because this team is working way harder. They're Momentum. first to every puck. They're, you're, 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 you're the ones... Uh, getting plastered against the boards they're bringing the game to you and it's like holy fuck we're in trouble and then, and but it's too late and then the, once the wave starts going the other way there's nothing you can do and, and well there's always something you can do but that that becomes an intangible i don't know what you can do when you're when the and you know like just like uh, dallas the other day right like all of a sudden like like Oh, we gave up an early touchdown punt, and all of a sudden we're down two touchdowns, and then all of a sudden now it's a pick, and now it's a pick six, and like holy fuck, like how do we stop this? You can't, you can't stop it. It's crazy once it gets away from you in in sports. How momentum such a thing, right? Mm-hmm. It just goes, yeah, it just goes. There it is, your man Baker Mayfield, Nas- National Football League MVP. <laughs> Just playoff game. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are moving on to the second round, and that, and that's it. Well, he has uh, two more playoff wins than Deshaun Watson, that's for sure. So, uh, I'm, I'm I'm happy for Baker. Like like I said, he's a gamer, and all he does is give us all. He's just not as talented as some of the other guys. I, I just I, and I don't know what it is. Because I'm, I'm a big college guy, so I've never liked him from, from when he played where the fuck he was all over the fucking place. Because he's such I, a look at me, bro. And I, I get that. I, I, yeah. And then he got the, the deal and the, the the TV and this stuff. Like, I don't think it's a jealousy thing, but it's a, or an envious, not, not jealousy, I'm not jealous, or an envious thing. But I, I don't know why. I, I just don't like the guy. You know, and I, like it's, I, I don't kind of, know why he's cut from the same cloth as about Bryce Harper, right? Like, and 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 why I like Baker and not Bryce Harper, I don't know. I I pick and choose the bros, the the hardo bros, uh, here and there, and and but for what? Because right reason, now he's doing know. the fucking the hog. Like to thank everybody and uh, looking at uh, this yeah. unbelievable. Like fuck off, fuck off. To me, that when everybody goes like when these athletes go like. They, these guys have to do do better. They got to do better when they when they get their post game interviews. It, oh, it, it, you know, it, it is. I'd like to thank and like this is. Oh, I can't. Isn't that the reason why you play asshole? 
is to win games. Yeah. It's to go you to know. championships. Oh, I can't believe this finally happened. That's why the you one, play. The one so I hate. I pay a ticket to watch you play that if you didn't believe it was going to happen. The one I I'm hate on, is I want you pay for my ticket that I can watch you not believe you fucking win. <laughs> well, well, like what press conference isn't like that, right? No, but, like, but that's can, what I mean. Like, oh, I, you know, it's so. But that's just, every single one, you know. Like, talk. To, in fact, you know, talk to the winner, and now talk to three losers, right? Talk to the guy that's I mad that love, he didn't get Dave, the pass. Yeah, I would love to hear the losers talk, but I would hate to be the interviewer. How's this sound? You know, Mike the tunnel when they're walking off the ice or walking off. Mike, oh, Mike the no. tunnel on the way to the locker room. No. She's like <laughs> the public space. You can't mic up the locker room. I understand that. But mic up the tunnel on the way from the bench to the to the dressing room. Jason Kelsey, he's uh, shaking hands because he's probably done this. He, he said he's pretty much going to retire. Was also yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's retired. Yeah the uh, the post game interview it's, it's got a I don't know it's got to get neither, altered. Yeah, neither do I. Like you know, it is what it is, and you know, I don't I don't care for it. And and you know, I, the 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 panel uh, breaking down the gate. Excuse me, is better than um, all all this shit that we're we're watching right now so um i think breaking down the game uh listening to it is stupid i don't mind I, it. I think it's stupid i don't mind it because occasionally they'll show me stuff that i haven't i haven't seen especially well, what you do you give what? a fuck you're, you're not you're not going to be teaching jasper the fucking ins and outs of the fucking football game but i like it and i like to bask sometimes especially like when um when denver won that super bowl against uh the last super bowl they won was against uh, Cam Newton and those uh, Carolina Panthers. I watched. I watched. I watched it on loop. I watched the same interviews ten times because I was basking, right? And so that is a little bit different. And um, yeah, it is what it is. Uh, when your team wins, especially winning a big game, I like. I don't mind watching and hearing every word they have to say about the game I just watched. If you had to get rid of one, would you get rid of all post all all post game pressures or the national anthem before the game? Yeah, national rid of anthem. Get rid of the national anthem. That is the most. Who gives like because people people would notice for like the first six weeks, in no no matter what sport. And then after that, be like, all right. I don't understand why we do the national anthem in front of any sport at any time. And I'm patriotic as fuck. Like, I'm Canadian through and through, whatever. And I used to fucking love it. The whole, like, when I used to play junior hockey and stand at the blue line, whatever, all that stuff. But I think it's necessary. I think it's it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. There's lyrics getting messed up now and everything else. and then and you have it's everybody. become politicized, and who owns the anthem, and, and like this and that, and you know, it's just, just fucking put it away. This isn't about no this one, no business. One, nobody would care six weeks in. What convention have you ever been at, or a seminar, or anything where they play the national anthem? Right before we bring on our key so speaker, we'd like everybody to stand and play the national anthem. Never. 
I'm fucking bullshit. Stupid. Do they do it before a play? Do they do it before you get to watch a fucking movie? Do you do it before a happy hour at a bar? No, fuck. Let's just get on with our business. You know when they should do it? It's halfway through happy hour at a bar. <laughs> or closing. Or closing. Or closing time. At closing time. Closing time. One yeah, last call yeah. for alcohol. Sing the anthem. See you later. Yep. Uh, uh, and and yeah. if, you, if you get it right, and you, you're there to the end, you get a shot. Yeah, uh, and like last call, you play the anthem, and then you have 20 minutes. Sing after old Canada Star Spangled yeah. Banner. Here's a shot of Fireball. Fuck off. I agree. That makes more sense than playing in front of a sporting event. Thanking, thanking people for th- thanking the, our forefathers or whatever it is for what they did, to, so we could stand here tonight. Drink till three in the morning and have a shot. See you later. Yeah, for making all our bad decisions that we're doing right now. Doing it before a fucking baseball game or a football game or a hockey game. It, it's time. It, it's time to go. It is stupid. It's it's, it's kind of stupid. <laughs> I never love it. Junior hockey. Yeah. Like I oh, know no, we I... do. I know we do in WCBL there, and it's like, oh Christ, Jesus Christ! Like half the kids in the field don't even know the fucking words. Well, they can, yeah. what's the point? Like, yeah, like honestly, what's the point? Like, there is no point. Dave, uh, fun show tonight. Let's. Uh, do you got a would you rather? We'll we'll call her good. Oh, rats! Like, what? When did we switch days? This is supposed to be the um, the the who's better. Oh, I, I didn't know that. Better. You didn't know that. Well. <laughs> I thought even numbered years had switched up. Oh, I didn't get that memo. Oh shoot! Because no, I, I was not ready for it. I I was thinking about it's, one, but I didn't have it. Would you rather? It doesn't matter. Don't even. No, I know okay. it was mine. I, would <laughs> Would you rather go to a baseball game in the rain or a football game in the snow? I wouldn't, neither. <laughs> well, neither. baseball's going to get, baseball, the game's for sure going to get canceled, right? So now. If, okay, if I go to, okay, here, okay, I got it. If I go to a, a baseball game in the rain, if it doesn't go past whatever in it, I might get a rain check to go to the game the next day, the doubleheader the next day. Right. If I go to a football game in the snow, I'm going to freeze my ass off. But you know what? I, I I can dress for cold. But once you get wet, you get wet, right? You can dress for it to keep putting your rain suit on, whatever it is, to go to a ball game. But mm-hmm. once you're wet, you're wet. And you're wet all night. Like, you can't, and you, and you, you get that chill. And it's really dependent, too, right? You know, uh, getting rained on in the country is a lot different than getting rained on at a baseball park, right? Because it, it's it's city dirt. City dirt's different than country dirt. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's that's it, a lot more. Okay, and, and then once and on and honestly, there is nothing, there is nothing worse on God's green earth than than wet blue jeans. There's nothing worse. <laughs> like, nothing. It's like it's like the deck liner for. Oh, it's for just fucking. Like, even when you even when you like you 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 dry your pants in the fucking dryer. 
and you don't, and you, they're not done yet. I gotta go to work, whatever. You put them on, like fuck, they're still wet. Oh, like fuck, it, it's damp here. You know what I'm talking about? The ass. Oh yeah. Oh, it's awful. You know exactly it's where it's awful. Yep. It's mm-hmm. awful. So wet blue jeans are awful. Like it, fuck. So you know what? I I would rather if choice between the two, I'd rather do, do neither. But choice choice between the two, I'd rather go to a cold football game. Because right, getting, because you're dressed appropriately, you got your snow pants on, and you got. If I have my like, a, if I go to like a, the game at uh, Yankee Stadium, so I've been to a, a one that got to, it started to rain. I, I left. I said, "Fuck it, fifth inning. Fuck this. I'm leaving." And uh, and I was wet and sucked. Like it was it because was it lasts forever. Like the subway the back and change my I had to go, go to the hotel, change clothes and stuff. Right? It was shitty. But if you're cold, even, eventually you can warm up. Yeah. The cuffs of your jeans are wet, which means your socks are going to stay wet all the time. You can change your socks, but then like the the, the next pair of socks you put on are going to get wet around the ankles, and you got to maintain that uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing worse. Actually, I got I got a would you rather for you? uh, We'll do it because it was uh, like like we were saying earlier on the show there that uh, it was it was awfully cold here on uh, on Saturday night. Uh, minus 40 and everything else and one of my jokes to try to console Deanne a little bit when it's fucking shitty outside is uh, well no dust no mosquitoes right no dust no mosquitoes <laughs> right because it is would you rather have five mosquito bites on a night on a hot summer's night or deal with the cold for five minutes, filling up your car. Oh, uh, the car. Give me the cold. I think mosquitoes are the actual devil's insect, right? Like, 100%. It, I've said that a million times. You can she have disagreed with me. She's like, no, you, it's, it's, it's fine. You could be having the best day of your life. Mosquitoes and then all of a sudden the mosquitoes come out on your swatting and, and especially whatever. Like mosquitoes are the worst. They are the worst. And and I even said that to someone. It's kind of funny. We were sharing a brain earlier on because uh, someone said something like, what's worse? And I go, you know what? At least we don't have mosquitoes. And 100%. then they laughed. And yeah, at least we don't have mosquitoes. Like, fuck, I get it. It fucking sucks out here. It's brutal. It's so cold and it's awful. But it's going, but, but it's going to get better. Like, it's with going mos- to get better. With, with a mosquito bite. You, you never know. know. Well, oh, no, no, that you don't know where they sometimes they get you between your toes and they fucking in, in your finger and your arm. You scratch it, so that that mosquito bite might last two weeks. Scratching the yeah, guts, it, up. not not two. Yeah, but if, a week. if you if you scratch it and get that little scab on it, then that's on and on. Oh, and you get, yeah. get two, and then he's uh, mosquitoes and they're flying and around you. Where, you know what? Oh. When it's cold, I'm five minutes away. You know, thank the good Lord above it from being warm. A mosquito yeah. bite might not go away for a week. And anybody who thinks the cold is worse, they're stupid. You've never dealt with bad mosquitoes. Mosquitoes. Yeah. Oh, fuck. No. Mosquitoes awful. are worse than cold. Mind mind you, you know, like we don't get mosquitoes at minus five. I'd prefer not to deal with mosquitoes at minus five as opposed to minus 35. But, you know, what do you do? It's where we live. But fuck mosquitoes. Still better than mosquitoes. Best day of your life. Mosquitoes will fucking ruin it. Yeah. Fuck. Fuck. You oh, know, but I, minus I yeah. 
Minus 35 don't don't sneak up on you. You know it's doing that when you walk out the door. You don't and know. And no matter you know, how much raid or deep woods or deet or whatever you're 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 applying to your fucking torso, a mosquito's gonna find somewhere to get you. And then they hover around your ear, like, oh, I hate I hate them. Hate them. I, I, I can't think of anything I dislike more on on this planet than mosquitoes. A natural disturbance, right? Like, not someone beaking at your bar. Like, that doesn't count, right? Like, it's just yeah, like, you plan your day and do anything. But this is what we're going to do today, and it happens to be outside, and all of a sudden, this is the best day ever. Watching your favorite band, eating your favorite meal in a backyard barbecue with your best friends, and all of a sudden, fucking mosquitoes. Fuck. Oh. Fuck. This sucks. How come you didn't spray for mosquitoes? And all of a sudden, no, no one's having uh, a fun time. They're all bitching about fucking mosquitoes. Yeah. Oh, it's fucking nuts. devil's insect. I, I, yeah. Oh, I, I just, I don't get it. I just, I, I'd like <laughs> to find a way. We talked, like, I'd like to find a way to get rid of mosquitoes completely, but then the, the food chain and the things and the stuff. And I, I don't think we can. Kaylee and I actually inquired into obtaining a bat because we had such a bad mosquito thing. Because did you did you know a bat eats its weight in insects in a night? Mm-hmm. Did you know that you cannot buy a bat because they're they're a little they're a wild animal. You can buy they're... a bat house, and they they say like a bat house. I don't know what the fuck they're a little aggressive. But I thought bats were blind. Like, how do they fucking know? Like, when you buy this bat house, they, well, you got an 80% chance of a bat living there now. Well, yeah. the fuck, like, do you guys put out a flyer? Like, I don't know. Is there a bat realtor? Like, oh, we got a nice little bat house on 1302 here. I think they got lots of mosquitoes. And then they, over there, like, fuck. There's a spot that spits on the infield. Right behind the pitcher's mound and just over from second base. Okay. Mosquitoes live there. Like, I swear they're, they're <laughs> bred there. It must be a little uh, where water collects or whatever. Something. You, right? I don't know. But yeah. mosquitoes live there and they hover by by your ear when you're umpiring the bases and they hover and hover and hover. It might be there. Maybe they're eating sunflower seeds. I don't know. But oh, it is awful. Got to get a bat house at Spitz. Make that uh, under the lights priority. No, I know the uh, one of the guys on the, the whatever the fuck. So make yeah. some calls. You know, talk to the other voices in my head. Make that happen. But anyway, <laughs> I'll put something in the fucking suggestion box. Suggestion box. Jesus, yeah. get the a suggestion box is fucking full. Oh. <laughs> Everybody's a fucking genius right now. It's my first week there, and holy Christ, the stuff you hear. But anyways, Dave, fun show tonight. It turned out really well. I, I didn't, uh, I didn't have, uh, I didn't have huge hopes for this, but it turned out uh, we had some, uh, some, some laughs. Yeah, it is good. Like we never know what we're gonna get into, and and we kind of kept it on the rails, got a little sidetracked once in a while. But I'm glad we got to solve some problems, and and that you finally acknowledge that Baker Mayfield is a money quarterback. 
Uh, he he is like he is a, a definitely a top thirty two quarterback in Nashville. <laughs> Better him than any QB from Alabama in the playoffs. I'll sell there you that. You much. The fourteen twenty sports bar podcast. Four beer sports talking a whole lot more. Take care of each other more important. Take care of yourself. You do round. Can you stick on the ice and what else, Dave? Do not swing at high pitches, Jimmy. Have a good night, folks. We'll talk again on Thursday night. Have a good night, everybody. Fuck mosquitoes. Mosquitoes can fuck right up. And yeah, stay fucked. You and Jerry Jones. What if there was mosquitoes in Jerry Jones' box? Then I got an instant out. <laughs> Boss, there's too many skeeters in here. Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck here, man? Fuck. You're a fucking billionaire. Put it on him. That that's the thing. That's the thing. We'll do all this in separate things. Put it on him. Like make it uncomfortable that something isn't or fake an allergy or so whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Oh hey, fuck. Oh. You you told me this was gluten free. Like, you didn't if I don't know get I, out of I, here. You, you didn't know I have a, 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 a allergy. Yeah. I gotta go, man. Oh sorry, boss. Like, I haven't eaten that yet, but I, I I saw that. I didn't want to say anything, but you know what? Because other people touch the stuff. I got to go. Yeah, I like that, the job. That, that, that's the veteran move. Because then Fated. you might get invited back. Fated you might injury. get invited back, and they'll change the menu for what you want. That's what do the you say, What do you say about the five double Ryan Cokes that you plowed down before kickoff? Well, I'm not allergic to rye. <laughs> I don't have a problem with drinking free whiskey. That you know that. But, it, but it's the food. No one's looking for booze. Never oh, blame the booze, Dave. Yeah. That's one thing. That's one thing we've always stated here in the 1420 podcast. <laughs> Never blame the booze. Never it ain't ever. The booze's fault. Yeah. It ain't the booze's fault. It's everything else. <laughs> Anyways. Twenty Sports Bar podcast. Four beer sports talking a whole lot more. Talk to you guys again on Thursday night. Good night. Here we go. <laughs> See everybody.